what is the mission of the believer? Before I get to my subject, I want to talk about something first. 2 Timothy 2, verse 1 to 2. You know, we are still in the midst and in the middle of a retreat, so, or a conference, so we just want to see something first before we get to where we are going. First, 2 Timothy 2, verse 1. <clears throat> It says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And now says, And the things that thou hast heard of me, among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Verse 3, he says, Thou therefore endure what? No, you're not saying it like a meaning. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. He now says, No man that word, Entangled himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. So one of the instructions that Paul gave Timothy is to endure hardness. So there will be hard times with the gospel. There will be hard times with you growing up with the gospel. And history has it to be that Timothy was within the age of 17 to 21 at this stage. 17 to 21, at this stage where this letter was written to him. And he was pastoring a church of about 100,000 people. A 17-year-old guy. I'm sure all of you are older than 17, yeah. 17-year-old guy. Pastoring a church of about 100,000 people. So he was a young man with so many responsibilities so much responsibilities a young man with so much responsibilities it is interesting to note that at this point of his life he wasn't married <laughs> so i said mm. <laughs> are you planning to get married soon why are you, are you doing, mm? <laughs> it has so this has nothing to do with his age so he, he, he was 17 to Let's, let's just put it in that range, 17 to 21 years, and he was handling that much responsibility. So now, put it in your own stead now. Look at your age. I don't want to call your ages now. I don't, I don't even know much of your ages, though. Now, put it to yourself and ask yourself, if you were in issue, can you undo that much responsibility? As a Christian, can you undo that much responsibility? If you can't, then something is wrong. Look at Jesus. Jesus was... Um, look at even Jesus' father. Jesus' father, according to history, jo I mean Joseph now, was about 21 years, and Mary the, that gave birth to Jesus, the incarnated one, was about 14 years. You are surprised? Do your research. 14. 14 years. So, it has, so there's something about the gospel that has... That it doesn't, there's, it doesn't deal with age. Age is not a factor with the gospel. Age is not a factor with the responsibility of the gospel. It just depends on how matured you are. Are you growing spiritually? Are you on the edge? That is how much the gospel depends on you. So Paul was telling Timothy yeah, and saying, endure hardness. You hear phrases like Christianity should not be enjoyed or should be, should be um, enjoyed and not endured. That's not scriptural. Like I said, I, I came to say certain things today that might offend you, but I will not really offend you. I will try my best not to offend you before I get to my subject. Praise God. <laughs> but so any, if, if you get offended, just remember I, say, I already put a clause. Right? Will you be offended? Will you be? Will you be? James is like me. I will be offended. <laughs> Endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. Who has the amplified version here? Does anybody have the amplified version? I would have loved to read something for you. Okay, let's, let, give me, let, me, let me read in the amplified. He says, so you, my son, be strong and empowered in the grace that is to be found only in Christ Jesus. The things, the doctrine, the precept, the admonition, the sum of my ministry, which you have heard me teach in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable and faithful men 
who will be capable and qualified to teach others. Look at what he now says. He says, take with me the share of hardship. Ha! <laughs> he says, take with me the share of hardship. That is passing through the difficulties which you are called to endure. So as a minister of the gospel, you will go through difficulties. You will go through tough times. It says, like a good soldier of Christ. It says, no soldier in active service gets entangled in, in the ordinary business affairs of civilian, civilian life so that he may please the one who enlisted him to serve. So, as a, thank you. As a believer, you are called to be a soldier. I hope I'm able to get to my topic tonight. You are called to be a soldier. Do you know now? Now, take it. Now, I want you to see how does a soldier behave? A soldier behave like a soldier. A soldier is always ready to face the wall. A soldier is drilled. A soldier is trained. I remember some years ago, I had a friend who joined the military and she was telling me because she's a she she was telling me ah you have to join she so we wanted to go together but i knew ah, i can't i can't do military <laughs> i have gospel to preach i have to you know military you have to stay in in in, in the camp for about some months right i think about six months they'll train you and drill you so when she came back from i think you first go through one three months eh? six months a six months boot camp training one intense training so when she came back i said how was it she said ah <laughs> it was not like what they told me i said and you want me to join? Said, i mean i did not die i said well me i can't die <laughs> he said, so now so with that and, and this is somebody who is who is the most keenest person here don't let me point shades to anybody. Don't let me see. Because so that the, the offense, the offense, the, the journey of my offending you, the journey of my offending you is, is still far. So, so that I don't start now. Praise God. Now, if this person was so skinny, but this person just became super active, going to the gym every time, I said, ah, I'm not called this person one day because I saw a Snapchat or uh, um, so I said, why are you deciding? He said, you have to do this for military. Ah, I said, so I will be lifting things like this every day. He said, ah, they, I think they said they checked their record on how much calories or how much things they burn. But I said, so I'll, you mean me, I'll be doing this? I said, nah, nah, bro. <laughs> this can't be me. <laughs> you know, but now see that aspect as a minister of the gospel, a Christian. Paul was telling Timothy here and saying, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier. He didn't even say soldier. He didn't just say ordinary soldier. He said a good soldier of Christ. Soldier. He now says, no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of life. Soldiers are always busy. They can just call them tomorrow and just say, um, we are going to... In fact, she left for Kuwait for one year. I said, really? So when she told me she was going to Kuwait, she said, well, she told me secretly, but now I'm saying it publicly because it's recorded. <laughs> she has come back. <laughs> she said, so she said they were going for Kuwait. I said, she said, how long? One year. I said, wow. So you expected that I would have joined this? and leave the work of ministry for why? But this was not a plan for our life before. So it shows the gospel, when you believe the gospel, it causes an interruption in your life. The gospel causes a change, an abrupt change, because now you are now pleasing the one you have believed. Are you getting what I'm saying, guys? When you believe the gospel, it causes an abrupt change because now your sole responsibility is to please the one who has called you, who you have now believed. So, your life has to change. Your life has to be different. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
Your life has to be different. You are now a soldier. So they can just call you, prayer meeting, bim, that's, you are, you are here. Service, service, time. Oh yeah, yes, we are here. Because that is your responsibility as a Christian. You, you can't, he says, no man that worried entangled himself with the affairs of this life that he may please who him who has chosen him to be a soldier. How many of you know that God has chosen you to be saved? How many of you know that? Because it says we are accepted in the beloved, we are saved. If you read all the realities in Christ, you can get all our materials on that and you'll and you be blessed. But there is still an aspect for you to please the one who has saved you. So now, this differentiates the wheat from the shaft. This differentiates, oh, I'm just a born-again Christian. I'm just enjoying my salvation. I just talk in tongues in my bed and I just um, lay my bed and sip a coffee and I move. <laughs> that's, that's not it. <laughs> it has to be, so it's going to be tough. There'll be times you'll be feeling sleepy in, in Bible study and you just have to go. There were times it's not easy. There were times you just, ah, oh, I don't want to pray today. I'm too tired. But you have to. You have to. Oh, I don't want to go for outreach today. I'm just too, the, the way my body is feeling. Hope you know soldiers can't complain. Do you know that when they tell a soldier, okay, 7 a.m., by 6.50, they are there. That's a soldier. Now, I want you to wear that military mindset as a Christian. That you are a soldier. Tell your neighbor, say, you are a soldier. soldier. Ah, you're not saying it like a meaning. You are a soldier. You are a soldier. A soldier for the gospel. A soldier for Jesus. Now, Jesus is not here physically to train you. It is a man who will tell you, oh yeah, Pray. Submit your prayer chain report. Submit your outreach report. That is you being trained and you have to endure the hardness. Oh yeah, come for a meeting, 7 p.m. Come. The Bible says you endure it as a good soldier. So that shows in Christianity, they are good soldiers and they are what? Bad soldiers. So now it's the... It's, the choice is yours. What are you? Are you the bad soldiers? Or the bad soldier? Or the good soldier? Remember, the good soldier is the one who... Let me use the Amplified again, sorry. Let's see what the Amplified says. The good soldier is the one who... Look at what it says. I like the Amplified here. It says, no soldier in active service get entangled with affairs of civilian life. Hiya! Is this, you, you hope you know how soldiers talk, you are, you are too civilian for my liking. I mean, Nigerian soldiers are the most, I believe, in my opinion, I can be proved otherwise wrong, they are the most wicked ones. You can't even wear, you can't even wear khaki in Nigeria. <laughs> you can't. You can't wear the military khaki in Nigeria. You are in trouble. They say, they, I took a khaki to Nigeria about two years ago. And I was just dressing up, trying to feel like one fly boy. And my auntie just said, ah, where are you going with this? Uh, you can't come back home alive. <laughs> you say, ah, you can't come back home alive. I just said, I should inform you. <laughs> better change to a better one that will make you come back home alive. It's that simple. So, Imagine that kind of mindset they have. So you say, should I now be wicked? Well, be wicked to the devil. Yeah. Look at what it says. It says, no one, no soldier in active service get entangled in the affairs of civilian life so that he, might he may please the one who enlisted him to serve. Now, who enlisted you, who enlisted you to serve now? Who enlisted you to serve? Yeah. Jesus. God enlisted you to serve him. You believe the gospel. You are saved by faith. You are saved by grace. Now you've been enlisted to serve. Now, so your major responsibility is to please who? Jesus. It's to please Jesus. 
Now, I want you to ask yourself, the way you are taking your Christian life, thank you. The way you are taking your Christian life, does it please the one who served, who, is, who called you to serve? Your prayer life, is it as strong as a good soldier? Your study life, your devotion, studying the scripture, listening to the word, feeding on the word, doing your assignment, prayer chain report, outreach, outreaches. Does it please the one who has called you to serve? If it doesn't, then you are a bad soldier. And you have to repent. Because all of our work will be judged on the... Hey, hope you know they see judgment seat. The Bible says we're going to be judged. All our work are going to be tried and trusted and tested by fire. Oh, you do not know? Why, why are you looking at me like you just got born again yesterday? That's what the Bible says. So... Are you a good soldier or a what? A bad soldier? Ask your neighbor that question. Let's do that another one minute and get a response. Get to, try and get a response. Try and get a response. Are you a good one? See, be sincere with yourself, oh. Ask, be sincere, oh. Because very soon we are going to analyze the good soldier and the bad soldier. So be sincere now because you will ask yourself a question again. I'm, I hope I'm able to get to my topic tonight because I, have a, I, I want to feel, release us a bit early today. <laughs> now, you have said your answers. I'm sure all of you said you are good soldiers. Clap for yourself. Clap. 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 Hey, hey, good soldiers. All right. Yesterday, if you were in service yesterday, we studied the prayer life of Jesus. We want to see, are you a good soldier or a bad one from prayer first? Then we'll go into other issues later. Now, we studied the prayer life of Jesus. If you were in service yesterday, if you are not in service, I will recap you. We saw that Jesus' prayer life should catch our attention. We read his prayer life. We read him. Look at him. Mark 1 verse 35. Mark 1 verse 35. How many of you were in service yesterday night? Oh, okay. Cool. So, I, 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 I just have a few recaps to do for those who were not in service yesterday. Alright. Look at Mark 1 verse 35. The Bible says... And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed, Jesus, your master. Now, the chief soldier, let's use, let's use, let's see Jesus now as who? The chief what? Soldier or the chief military man or the grand commander. How many of you agree now? Jesus should be, right? Everybody wants to be like Jesus every day. I want to be like Jesus in my life. Everybody wants to be like Jesus every day. I'm sure you sang that song growing up. For some of you that grew up in church. I'm not talking to people like you I did now. <laughs> she, grew up, she grew up in the mocks. Don't mind that. <laughs> I'm sorry, not sorry. All right. <laughs> now, Jesus, your Lord, your grand commander, Mark 1 verse 35. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, went and departed into what? A solitary place. And what did he do? He prayed. Now, another characteristic of the grand commander soldier is that he woke up early to pray. Went to a solitary place. A solitary place means he went to a private place and just prayed. Now, there's good soldiers or bad soldiers. If you have not done this, you have to tick your box. Start ticking your box. We will soon do that question. That same person you told, I'm a good soldier, I'm a good soldier. You will soon ask the person again very soon. 
He did that and he prayed. We saw yesterday in Matthew 26 how Jesus prayed for about three hours. We also read again about another instance where Jesus went to the mountain. And we said it takes about one and a half hours. How I many of you remember that? One and a half hours to climb that mountain to pray. Hope you know if it was our today's day. You see one, one and a half hours to climb a mountain to pray. You just tell yourself, no. <laughs> I can't do that one. Now, and he did that and he prayed. And we studied, we saw his prayer life that he prayed for at least how many hours? We said six hours. We said nine hours. We said three hours. We, we saw that yesterday, right? Yeah, so that is Jesus. The grand commander. He prayed. So, Jesus' prayer life should catch your attention. Why should he catch your attention? Because he is God. He is the incarnated one. The Bible calls him Jesus. If you read in the book of John, it says, The word became flesh and he dwelt among us. Jesus, who was God, came down as a man. Walked on the earth as a man. And he prayed. So, if God prayed, how much more you? So, how is your prayer life? That's a question. I'm not, I'm not even started my message. Remember? What did I say my message was? The mission of the believer. I have not even started. We are still on soldier. Now, I just want to put some few addendums somewhere. There's really nothing wrong when you are feeling sleeping in prayer. Now, this is not, this is not an invitation to say, ah, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I remember James. This is how James used to pray those days. <laughs> when we used to pray, why that door? James is just like this. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing <laughs> or what he's seeing. Maybe he's seeing angels descending and ascending, but it's just like this. And he, stand, he knows how to stand on one spot. And just, <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking on James. <laughs> no. How is your prayer life? How is it? Because your prayer life will determine if you are a what? Good soldier or a what? Bad. A bad soldier. Because prayer is our warfare, is our weapon. Jesus prayed. The disciples prayed. Moses prayed. Abraham prayed. Elijah prayed. So a believer cannot do without prayer. But if your prayer life is just 20 minutes, oh, Father, I thank you. I lay my bed. I thank you. I thank you for the coffee I drank. Um, summer food, but cannot eat. Summer food, but cannot eat. We have food and we can't eat. Glory be to Jehovah. Amen. If that's your prayer, you are a bad soldier. Bad one. You must have a what? A prayer life. Ask your neighbor, do you have a prayer life? What was the answer? Everybody say yes. Hold on. So back to what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with you feeling sleeping when you're praying. But it is just that you have to tell yourself, I have to do this. It's just like if you're having, if you're having, preparing for, let me see, what, 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 what is one of the toughest exams? MCAT, right? Should be one of the toughest exams. You know, imagine your MCAT is tomorrow and you've not covered certain places. Hope you know you're not going to sleep. <laughs> so I don't need to study again. <laughs> wow, inside life. I, re- I, thought when we, I thought when we were younger, you would not sleep. You would just burn the midnight candle. But now you just go and sleep and say, you submit yourself to failure. <laughs> our, times have, our times have changed. You know, 
<laughs> so now, which example can I even give? Because <laughs> you you can still sleep and fail. <laughs> oh, when I was in secondary school, when I was in high school, those days, if I read and read and read and the thing is not entering my head, I said, what's, what's the worst that can happen? You just feel. <laughs> I beg. <laughs> so when we went to class the next day, I, don't, I, I thought I used to be the only one that used to feel that way. But I don't know that my God, watch, watch out for your company, you know. Your company can mislead you. Your guys, I just get to class, my guys said, have you read? Ah, me, I slept too. Have you read? Ah, I was playing game. Have you read? Ah, not, ah. So you two, you don't be feeling nobody read. Then when the result comes out, what did you score? 70%. What did you score? 80. What did me score? 20. <laughs> I thought you did not read. <laughs> you are bees are dangerous. <laughs> no. Some of you, when you are praying, you say, surely some of you that were, when you are praying stretch, you say, ah, my stomach is paining me. Nothing will happen. You will not die. The stomach will just pain you and leave. It's just, just pain you. No, your throat is dry. The only thing is it's just dry. <laughs> you keep praying. Nothing will happen. But what most Christians today are entangled with are the affairs of this life. What are the affairs of this life? TikTok. I say TikTok because I'm a corporate. I can spend one hour. You know, now these days I used to tell myself, no TikTok today. I wake up in the morning and say, I'm not opening my TikTok today. No. Because you say you want to spend 20 minutes on TikTok. You are, you, you, the next time you're checking your time is three hours. You're just scrolling, scrolling, looking for what did not look for you. Just scrolling up, scrolling up, scrolling up. That is the affairs. You know, imagine you have, you have just zeroed that three hours into prayer or into feeding on gospel, just listening to a message, studying the scriptures or going out for outreach. Hope you know you'll be a good soldier. But you know, we used to say we don't have time, but it's a lie. People used to say, I don't have time. I don't have time. Check it. Ask them, what did you do from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m.? Some people can sleep that they're even doing sleeping competition with Jonah. So who can sleep? Ah! So who sleep from 12 a.m.? My sister, the last Saturday I sleep from 9. 9 p.m. the other day. I sleep straight. I wake up 9 a.m. the next day. 12 good hours. How you use 12 good hours for your life? <laughs> to sleep and you, have to, and you expect to have time for the gospel. Then you have to do your normal activities. Some of you have to work. You have to do some things. You have to go to school. But you know, in the middle of those things, there's still times where you scroll. You just scroll on Instagram. Look for people that don't look for your trouble. Reply text on WhatsApp. You know, there's still time. But you fail to see the time because it is not important to you. That's all. You fail to take note of the time because what you need to do has not become a priority, has not become of utmost importance to you. So you, you, are, you are entangling yourself with the affairs of this life. That's what you are doing. Some of you, you spend so much time on frivolities, spend so much time gisting, spend so much time talking. Some of you can spend so much time just doing certain things. Then somebody will ask you, when are you coming for service? I don't have time. Did you pray today? Ah, I did the after. I was too busy. Too busy to spend time with your Lord and Savior. I thought you said, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. And you cannot fellowship with him in prayer. And you love him. No, you hate him. You know, these days, there's something they call five love languages. And one of the things is quality time. You say, I just want to spend time with this person. I, and now you love God. Do you, do you love God? Check. Do you really love God? No, none of you can answer. Ah. <laughs> we ask your neighbor, do you love God? What's the response? 
is fellowship with him. And thank God we have tongues where we just pray in the spirit. Bible says he that speaketh in tongues, speaketh not unto man, man, but unto God, how be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. For no man understandeth him, because God understands. So you are communicating with the Father. So, if you love, okay, if you love God, do you spend time with his word? How much do you Feed on a message. Okay, I want to understand the scripture. I want to just read it. I want to read my Bible. I want to listen to a message. I, do, you, do you spend that time? But rather, you are entangling yourself with the affairs of this life. If that is you, you've got to change. Or else, you are a what? A bad soldier. A bad soldier. So, look at it in Luke 6, verse 12. Are you getting, are you getting this? Are you really understanding this? I think I would just stay on this tonight and would pick it up from here tomorrow morning because I want to release you for a short break. Look at Luke 6, verse 12. And it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain. And I told you, the mountain in those days takes about one and a half hours to climb. That is to tell you how much Jesus took this thing so personal. How much Jesus took this thing like his heart, like his life. He wanted to do this. He spent time. He says, he looks his verse 12, he says, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and he continued all what? Night. All night in prayer to God. All night in the Jewish calendar means 12 hours, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That is all night. He continued all night. What was he doing? He was fellowshipping with God. That is a good soldier. Remember, he's our grand commander and we all want to be like him, right? We don't want to be like him. So you can't be like Jesus if you are not spending time in prayers to God. I know some of you might not have a good prayer life, but you know you have friends. You have people around you, seated beside you. Who can help you? I say, okay, help me. I want to at least, okay, help my prayer life at least one hour. Okay, let me, help me to pray two hours. You know, that is how friendship should be. Can we just pray for the next six hours? Let's stay ourselves. You've not done six hours before. I've not done six hours. Wait, let's just stay ourselves. Let's do it. What will happen? We'll just be tired. We'll just stay there. That's how friends should talk. But if your friend is just telling you, ah, let's go, let's go, let's go and bowl. Let's go to club. Let's go. Ah, you have a bad friend though. You know, endure what? Hardness. So, and you know, in the time of Jesus, there was no share like this. There was no comfort like we have it today. There was no shares, comfort, all of these things. In the time of Jesus, people were sitting down on shares. Uh, people were sitting down on the floor. People were standing on the roof. People were, you know. So imagine the pain and the comfort. Or, no, the discomfort with which they were doing things. You know, there was no electricity like this. So Jesus must have been praying in thick darkness. Imagine, and in those days, it is reported that it was cold, winter period. So Jesus is in the winter, uh, uh, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> in the name of my name. <laughs> Just imagine. And you don't hope the mountain will be more cold than even on my head. The Bible says he also departed into the wilderness. Wilderness means bush, forest. So say me, bush, me, me. As polished as I am, bush. I don't do bush. 
<laughs> I'm too bougie for bush. <laughs> I found out that there's a lot of bushes in Rochester. You know, you can just create one. Go cut one. This place is my prayer mountain. <laughs> If you, if, you, if you go up, just go up from Wilson Boulevard, up there, you find bushes. You can just go and create one. This is where I want to be spending my time with God. God is you alone. Hope you know that's a good soldier. You are training yourself. So I say, me? Bush? Nah. <laughs> that's why you have this, all the times you've been staying in your bedroom to pray. Have you not slept? Say, I want to pray tonight. I want to pray. I want to pray tonight. Lord, I trust you. And the next thing you see is kukuruku. <laughs> you just see that the daylight is shining into your face. The 5 the 5 a.m. daylight is shining on your face. Ah. Separate yourself. Jesus went to a solitary place to pray. We saw yesterday night. That Jesus drove people away. Ah, guys, oh yeah, go. I want to pray. You can tell your friends, please excuse me. I want to. I just want to pray. You want to pray? Do you mean pray? Or pray? I want to pray. Separate yourself. Make it an habit. Make it a culture. See, now, you don't have to know how to do it alone. If you don't, if you're not better at doing it alone, you can get people. Hey, guys. Let's just pray. Two hours, three hours, four hours, five. Let, let's just challenge ourselves. Okay, let's just spend. Are you free for the next 24 hours? Yes. Let's just challenge ourselves. Let's go. 24 hours. I say, eh? If I bend. <laughs> there was no comfort in the time of Jesus. No comfort. No chairs, no table, no. No, no comfort. And they sat down with the world. Imagine Jesus took some people to the wilderness, unbelievers, to the wilderness for 30 days. Men, women, and children. And they sat in the bush for 30 days just hearing Jesus. Preaching. So they may sit down in the bush. That's what they did. They sat down. That's why when they wanted to leave, Jesus said, ah, it will not be good for us to chase them away without food. We've really stressed them for 30 days. If unbelievers can endure for 30 days without food and water, you believer, you can't endure for one day. You are feeling feverish. You are rubbing a bonnet on your body. <laughs> you are asking for water. Let me drink water. Let me drink water. <laughs> unbelievers, you are spirit of God, power of God, Holy Ghost. You have everything. <laughs> Unbelievers stayed in the bush. No food, no water. Just here in the world. They just here in Jesus. And Jesus was preaching day and night. It was after Jesus said, Ah, we can't let them go. Did someone let them go, John? Let them go. We cannot kill ourselves. Let them go. <laughs> Maybe disciples say, we're really tired too. Let them go. She said, no. No. So, endure hardness. That's why we see somebody like Utikos. Utikos. He fed down and died. <laughs> I want to look for the scripture for you. I think that's hard. That's in the book of Acts, chapter. Uh, I think that's at 18. Is it at 18? Or at 19? Uticos. Hmm. At 20? All right. Look at that 20 from verse 7. Is it 7? Oh, 7. Look at that 20 verse 7. It says, and, the, and upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together, at 20 verse 7, I'll also be done. I will just, we'll just um, share something along this line this night and we'll kick it up tomorrow morning from here. 
Add 20 verse 7. It says, well, I think I will go to my team tomorrow morning. I, I didn't preach what I was supposed to preach today. <laughs> All right. Add 20 verse 7. It says, And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart unto the morning, and continued his speech until midnight. And there were many lights in the upper chambers when they were gathered together. And just sat in a window a certain man named Uticus, being fallen into a deep sleep. He fell into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the top of the top. I was taken off of the dead. You know this is a bad reputation. <laughs> How many of you know this is a bad reputation? It's a bad, this is a bad soldier. Others were enjoying the training. Others were sitting down just hearing the word. Paul was preaching. They say long preaching. Long preaching. It was reported in history that Paul would have taught at this time for about six, eight hours. I was saying, me sit down for six, eight hours. No food. Did you, hope you see that there was no, there was no meat pie, or, <laughs> or, so that, and puff puff, <laughs> or cheese ball, to to snack on or pizza to just be snacking and hearing the word. No, <laughs> no. Paul was preaching. <laughs> you know, look at one. I like the, how the scripture was very detailed. They said he was falling into a deep sleep. They didn't even say sleep. They don't say he slept. They say deep. <laughs> so it means that the sleep did not just start immediately. It means he would have gone maybe for one hour. It's just <laughs> Paul is preaching and saying the Greek word for this, the Hebrew word is this, this is that, this is that. This is how God did it in Isaiah. <laughs> The guy is just is gone. Deep sleep. And you know those type of sleep? How many of you have met those friends? Or probably you are the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was happening to him. And what happened? He fell down on the top loft. And take him for the air. So the next thing you just hear, boom! They say, ah, what happened? What happened? Who think I died? Who think I died? What killed him? He didn't endure. He didn't endure hardness. Are you seeing it? That's all. What killed it because? You're not responding. What killed it because? He didn't endure hardness. This could have also been a prayer meeting. It could probably have been his custom. You know, there are some people that are very skillful in prayers, in sleeping in prayers that only demons and angels know. That, ah, they are sleeping. Some people are very skillful like that. Some people are very skillful in writing, in taking notes. They were taking notes, but they are gone. They just continue again. They just continue. Some people are very skillful like that. That's why if you check favors notes, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> so, but very skillful like that. You have to learn to a what? Endure hardness. You know, nobody now bears Uticos because of the bad reputation. How many people have you met in this world saying, my name is Uticos? <laughs> How many people have you met in this world saying, my name is Uticos James? I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> How many people have you met? Nobody. He just earned himself a bad reputation. Because he didn't what? Enduredness. So, Uticos will be a definition of a what? A bad soldier. So, times you ought to sleep, times you ought to pray, you are sleeping. Uticos, bad soldier. Sometimes you want to study the word, you are, you are on TikTok, bad soldier. What it cost? Look at what Paul did. Paul just pitied him. And Paul went down, 
fell on him and embracing him, said, trouble not yourself, for his life is in him. <laughs> when the rosy one, Paul continued teaching, see that, say you know what to enjoy, but now come to my front. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he would do. Give space to him, give, give him space. That window is sitting before. Come, let him slam my phone. Let me be monitoring him. <laughs> as, he's, as he's listening to the word. And when therefore was come up again, they are broken bread and eating. They just say, oh, yeah, eat, 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 so that you not die again. Eat, eat, eat. <laughs> you know, that's the custom of scripture. When people raise for the dead, the next thing is the Lord will say, give them food to eat. So I say, hey, hey. So let me quickly die now of faith so that, <laughs> that we give him food. <laughs> Sorry, you only wake up to the other side. <laughs> For to those that know, they know. <laughs> and, and talk a long while to daybreak. And he departed. Do you notice something in this service? They didn't do rising up from the dead thanksgiving. After you know, in, in today's Pentecostal church, as Paul raised him from the dead, service has ended. Ah, come and see oh, come and see oh, wonder, 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 wonder. They will start praise and worship. The Lord, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God that brought up Paul is serving, has raised the dead again. Is that are you just looking like that? Can't you see? And everybody will, Worship service. Even the pastor too will be feeling the glory. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. And you will not be able to preach again. Then you just say, brethren, let's just round up. The Holy Ghost has taken over. At this point, we just have to round up. And lazy Christians too will be happy. <laughs> Bad soldiers. They will be happy. They will be like, ah, thank God though. Thank God. They wanted us to die before. But they released us. And they woke him up. And they continued. I'm sure if they were staying, endure hardness. They just said, all right, like we were saying before, Paul was saying, like we were saying before, endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. <laughs> you know, that is something to learn from. If Jesus could train men who would sit in the wilderness, unbelievers, for three days and three nights, they didn't have the Spirit of God like you do. They didn't have the Holy Ghost like you do. They, didn't, they were not even speaking in tongues like you do. And they could stay in the wilderness to hear the Word of God for 30 days. How, mo how much is one hour message that you can't listen to? How much is that? And you call yourself a Christian. I'm going to do a teaching Sunday. And you call yourself a Christian. Anticipate it. You know, Because God has named this grace. So, as I round up tonight, just I couldn't even enter my topic today. I wanted to share with you the mission of the believer, but Utikos took over. <laughs> Back to our second Timothy, verse 1 to 2. So, have you itemized it like that? So, are you a good soldier or a what? 2 Timothy 1 to 2. It says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things which thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, commit unto others. Now, do you preach the gospel? It says, Commit unto others. That is the truth of the gospel you've heard. Do you commit it to others too? Except you are not convinced. I don't know about you, but are you convinced that Jesus rose from the dead? How many of you are convinced? You are sure about it. Do you tell people that? Do you make people know that Jesus rose from the dead? Do you make people know that? Or the only time you do outreach is when you want to argue with somebody and say, ah, that's not the scripture. This is the scripture. Look at it in Mark 16. Mark 16. Mark 16. Verse 15. Mark 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creation. There was no, there was no selected few. 
and say, oh, the blacks go and preach, the whites stay. Or whites go and preach, blacks stay. There was nothing like that. He says, every creation. He says, he that believeth will be baptized. He that believeth not will be damned. So, we have one responsibility. One sole aim. And that is preaching the gospel. So, as a good soldier, do you commit to others what the Lord has committed to your trust? Do you do it? He says, commit unto others. Do you commit the message? Are you even convinced of the message? Are you convinced that Jesus died for your sins? And because of his death, because of his burial, because of his resurrection, you are eternally saved. Are you convinced? You know, a good news is that you preach to somebody and the person will not see damnation. I don't know about you, but do you know that we can depopulate hell by the gospel? We can. The devil cannot win. The Lord has enlisted us as a soldier to make people to make other people soldiers of the gospel. So, are you preaching? So, if you we saw Paul, look at how long he taught. We saw Jesus. Look at how Jesus was teaching. At least Jesus was our example, right? So, we see that he prayed. Jesus taught. Are you teaching? Are you a good soldier? Do you teach people the gospel? Do you have conversations with people about the gospel? I told you how my friend was trying to enlist me into the army. Hope you know that. How many people do, do always want to enlist people? How many of you know? The military in, in the United States, they'll tell you, sign on bonus. Uh, we'll pay for your scholarship in school. We'll do this and that and that. How many of you, how many of you have encountered them? They always wanting to enlist people. That is how it should be. How many people are you trying to enlist into the camp of God's kingdom? How many people? How many? You can't be a good soldier without preaching the gospel. You can't be. Do you go a week without talking to a sinner? Ah. If you do, you are a bad soldier. If you don't, you are a, if you if you don't go if you go one week without talking to 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 a Christian, to to an unbeliever, you are a bad soldier. And when you preach the gospel, signs, are, signs of the gospel accompanies you. Healing the sick, casting out the devil, it accompanies your message. So, are you a good soldier or a bad one? You play keyboard, right? Mm. Come, come and play for us as we close. Sorry. Come and play for us. Just play any key for us as we, as we close. Praise God. So, are you a good soldier? Or a bad one? Are you? Do you believe in the message you are preaching? Are you convinced of what God is doing through you? So, let's go back as we, as we close right now in um, 2 Timothy 2. Let's look at it again. It says, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace of the Lord, and the things which thou hast heard of me, commit unto, among many weaknesses, who shall commit, and shall be able to teach others also. It says, Thou therefore, endure hardness, as a good soldier of Christ. So no man that warreth and thangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. So, I want you to know something this evening. That the only one person you are going to please to the, the rest of your life is Jesus. And men are going to train you in prayer, in the study of God's word, in fellowship with God, in the study of the scriptures. But do you want to be trained? Or you want to be a bad soldier? Who will not want to be enlisted in the camp? That's 
something you should think about this evening as we bow your heads and just pray for yourself are you a good soldier are you a good soldier or a bad soldier a soldier who is committed to the gospel or a soldier who is not committed lift your voice and pray lift your voice and pray everybody lift your voice and pray are you a good soldier are you a bad soldier do you pray do you study do you pray do you study do you spend time with the law do you reach out to the lost are you a good soldier or a bad soldier lift your voice and pray everybody be on your feet everybody and let's pray are you a good soldier or a bad soldier lift your voice and pray hold somebody beside you a good soldier or a bad soldier a good soldier or a bad soldier a good soldier or a bad soldier are you worrying and entangling yourself with the affairs of life you are spending time on TikTok. You are spending time on Instagram. And you say you don't have time to pray. You are a bad soldier. You are spending time on frivolity. And you say you don't have time for outreach. You are a bad soldier. You are spending time on Instagram. Spending time on things that will not count in eternity. And you say you don't have time to come to church. You are a bad soldier. Bad soldier. Pray for yourself. Pray for your heart. That your heart is willing to be trained. Your heart is receptive to God's word more and more. That you are a good soldier of Christ. One who is enlisted into God's army. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. A good soldier or a bad soldier? Do you are you willing to be trained? Are you willing to be trained in prayer? Are you willing to discipline yourself? Are you ready to go the extra mile? Or you want to stay in your, in your comfort zone? Soldiers always go the extra mile. They are always drilled. Are you ready to be drilled? Or you just want to go and do things the way you like it? A good soldier or a bad soldier? A good soldier or a bad soldier? Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Good soldier. Our soldier. Make a commitment to God tonight. Make a commitment to God tonight. That from tonight, you become a good soldier. Lift your hands. Say after me. Say from tonight. From tonight, I am a good soldier. I am a good soldier. I am a good soldier. I am willing to go the extra mile. Pray about that now. I am willing to go the extra mile. Willing to take a step further in my prayer life. A step further in my study life. A step further. A good soldier. Or a bad soldier. A good soldier. Oh, a bad soldier. A good soldier. Oh, a bad soldier. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. A good soldier. Oh, a bad soldier. A good soldier. Or a bad soldier. A good soldier. 
Oh, a bad one. Pray for yourself tonight. Pray for yourself.